0: Welcome to the worst nightmare of all. Reality. Um, um, okay, well, what well, we're thinking of... Explore the lesser-known stories of our unknown world. Join the pursuit of the paranormal with Ash and Greg. Thank you for for joining us. You've got a a Festival of the Unexplained coming up soon. Uh, Would you like to... Just give us a, an overview of what that is. We, we've been on the, the Facebook page to so have a little look, but for, for the people listening, if you could let us know what the festival's all about.
1: Well, this, well, this will be our third virtual event that we've done. Um, we've already did two. We did one in August last year, and we did one in October last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have been running them now for nearly three years. But mm-hmm. we relaunched, rebranded last year, um and then covid hit so then we went virtual basically <laughs> they are a convention of sorts it's not a paracon mm-hmm. it has been dubbed a paragon it's not a paracon it's festival of the unexplained because we cover so much more than just the paranormal we cover you name it we we pretty much cover it which
2: was about right joe yeah i think I think the only way to describe us is a bit of a one-stop shop, really. So we mm-hmm. discuss everything from UFOs through to cryptids, through to, you know, Sasquatch. Everything, you know, we, we discuss absolutely everything. And we we pull in celebrity guests from all over the globe as well, which, which is great for us because, you know, for a paranormal festival like this, there is nothing like it here in the UK. So we're quite proud of it, aren't we, Karen?
1: Yeah, we are, and the thing is, like you said, it means that doing the virtual side of things is we get guests on that we wouldn't ever normally get to talk to, and we wouldn't be able to get over to the UK, depending where they are. We had people from um, New—the last event we did, we had uh, guests from New Zealand, didn't we? Yeah, that was a that was fun time-wise, trying to sort that <laughs> out. But um, but yeah, like I said, like Joe says, it's a one-stop shop. We cover all the spiritual aspect of things as well. Um, so it is the spiritual side of things, also, which is, which is something I used to go to a spiritualist church before I got into all the paranormal and everything. So, I'd like to try and keep some old elements of things I used to do in with with the festival as well.
0: So, what kind of thing can people expect to see? Is it like are people going to just be talking? Um, will there be any kind of uh, interaction between?
2: Yeah, we've um, we we did live tours on the last festival that we did of the Malvern Manor which is a historic manor which is which is in Iowa um, and we also did a um, a talk with the Villis Grax Murder House as well but this year obviously with COVID I'm actually going to be doing a guided history tour of the Tivoli Theatre which is here in Buckley now obviously with COVID I'm going to be on my own in that building and it's re- notoriously haunted and so we're going to be doing um a little bit of interactive um stuff with that so people can you know tune in and watch the festival but they can also ask the questions they can you know they can have an interactive investigation basically but we we do an awful lot of interactivity don't we Karen you know we do yeah. a lot of the Gettysburg we did that tour as well on our last festival which that is really good
1: wasn't it Yeah,
2: everyone which really seemed to enjoy that it was it, so it was good for us we
1: got because obviously because it's live we got to sit and watch it as well along with um, the public so it, it's, it's fun for us too because all those different things those tours and things we yeah. get to actually um watch them also it's not just us asking people constant questions and because it's not all interviews like you said it is all interactive the, the whole weekend is basically
2: yeah and because and we've got the live interviews as well and the live Q&A's from people it's always good to have questions that you you wouldn't necessarily have just from yourself. Like when you're a natural interviewer and you, you can have conversations with people who, who do podcasts, who do, you know, online festivals, it's always good to kind of have the outside audience think outside of the box and and come forward and say, oh, ask this, because it's something that you might miss.
0: And this one, you you raising money for charity as part of this festival as well, aren't you?
1: Yeah. The, we always do them for free. Um, we... I've always prided ourselves on not charging for them um the first one we did was 20 hours long the last one we did turned out to be 41 hours long wow. non-stop this one is going to be 48 we start on friday night and we end on sunday evening um and we'll be going straight through because the thing is with this as well Um, It's going to be live stream Not just from the UK But also from America as well And we are doing it for charity this time around So yes it's free to watch But we are hoping to raise as much funds If we possibly can Because we're actually doing it for a charity called Calm Which is Campaign Against Living Miserably And it's something very close to myself And Jolene's Hearts And that's why we've chosen the charity that we've chosen For its mental health and um, for suicide prevention, basically. So obviously we've both looked through the statistics, haven't we, Joe? and it's absolutely, well, it's frightening, basically, the amount of people that do take their own lives. And obviously with COVID hitting last year and still continuing and everyone's shielding or people shielding at home on their own, people are going through their own problems and mental health and so mental health, obviously, is a big element within everyone's lives the past well, nearly what 10 months whatever it is nearly it will by the time potentially get out it'd be maybe even a year so we decided to raise money for charity this time we thought you know we're gonna put all this time and effort in for it and we're gonna do it for free anyway let's try and do some do some good with it, not just entertain people and give them something to do for at least a weekend let's raise some funds some needed funds basically for a fantastic charity um did you want to tell them a bit more about it Jolene?
2: um yeah i can't basically 630 people in the uk each week commit suicide and 930 people do it in the us and to me that number is far too high and they need to be obviously with covid hitting the pressures on families with being furloughed, and you know other pressures, just mental health in general. People are finding those pressures hard to deal with and having nowhere to turn. So when we when we chose calm calm, um, we want obviously we want to raise as much money as we can for them, um, but we do have personal people who are friends of ours who sadly passed away and, and succumbed to suicide. But also we've had some amazing people come forward with their, their own personal stories, which, you know, this festival, I mean, we did the last festival, which was 48 hours. And when Karen and I had finished that festival, it was kind of like we announced the physical festival in September, which was which was amazing. But then we decided to do this next festival in January and call it the Winter Festival. But we needed something a little bit different, and what what are we going to do next? So this one, you're going to see an awful lot of surprises coming up. so I, I feel like even though we're doing it for charity, you know we're asking people to watch these personal stories and actually see how these people have overcome their difficulties with their mental health struggle and actually relate to that and actually say to themselves, you know, I don't need to feel like this. There are people out there who I can turn to.
1: And some of those people are our friends that have actually come forward, aren't they as well? have yeah. Come forward and said, I'm willing, which is a massive thing for anyone to do, let alone to do it completely publicly um, on such a big event like ours. So for them to come forward and share their stories it's it's a huge step for them as well to even contemplate doing that
2: yeah, it's a huge definitely. visual there yeah, it's huge and, and visual as well so it's not just you know not just talking it's actually looking at people's lives from from when they were young all the way throughout and and actually asking them you know when did you notice that you have these issues and you know what happened and it's it's personal it's so personal and and this festival, quite frankly, I mean, for both Karen and I, you know, there is just the two of us who, who kind of, you know, plan everything backstage and, and, and put everything together. And, you know, Karen does a fantastic job chasing people up, whereas I'm in the background doing all of the graphics, you know, the videos that you see on Facebook, you know, that's me. So it's it's kind of like a little bit of a partnership, isn't it, Karen, that we've got yeah, going. big time. So, but we automatically know what the other one's doing and we know what's gonna happen. So it's it's always good when we do things like that. But but this time the festival is gonna be so much different because we've learned so much about the previous events that we've done. And I think with every single event that we've done so far, we've just kind of done it a little bit better and a little bit different. And, you know, this time it's gonna be an absolute frenzy of of, you know, graphics delight and, you know, different people so it's going to be it's going to be a fantastic weekend
0: that's awesome so on the note where you're talking about you to know each other so well and all that what is your background for both of you
2: okay um well i'm um i've been a medium since i was a child um grown up with a love of the paranormal since i've probably been about seven or eight having the books and everything else and understanding that i was different to everybody else but i think my kind of big break came was when I um 2016 my marriage broke down um and I needed to find something that I could occupy my time with again so I founded Phantasmic Paranormal which was the it was to be honest with you one of the first Facebook live streaming groups we used to do the um, investigations and we were an all-female team as well at the time, which was which was brilliant back in 2016. But then that saw me being picked up for Celebrity Haunted Hotel, which was a Halloween TV show back in 2016. And then moved on to Britain's Scariest Hauntings, the world's most scariest hauntings, most terrifying places. Um, I featured on This Morning for a few features with Peter Andre and haunted teddy bear as well and have been featured on good morning britain so i'm I'm, I'm no stranger really to the paranormal i think but i just i think i just blend into the background just a a little bit now and again i met i met. it's really strange actually i met karen um on an investigation and it was i don't know it's just we just became really good friends and you know when the festival stuff kind of came about, it was like, it was natural progression more than anything, wasn't it, Karen? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Like I said, the thing, like for me, starting out, I'm pretty much like the same as Joe. When I was a child, I had a, it wasn't an invisible friend, it was a spirit friend. Um, But at the time, obviously I didn't realize that until I got a lot older. Um, Really interested in all the TV shows. Weirdly, watched Jo on TV and now she its really weird. It's really, I find it so strange now the fact that I speak to her every day and we spend as much time together as we do. I'm like, four years ago, I was watching you on TV, it's very odd. Um, But yeah, I've watched the TV shows, that sort of thing. I got the opportunity to go to an investigation. We found some tickets on a car sale page, which is really weird um, to go to a paranormal investigation. So Myself and my husband and our friend Dave, which is part of our team, went to this investigation. A couple of weeks later, they advertised for a new team member. So we both said, my husband and I, for a laugh, should we apply for it? There's no way they're gonna take us on, you know. It's pretty obvious, they, they know what they're doing and everything, they've been doing this for a long time. Um, and they actually offered both of us a position on the team. So we worked for a team called HD Paranormal and we worked for them for oof, nearly, nearly four years. Um, but three years in, we set up our own team, which Jolene's also a part of that as well, um, which is obviously just a natural thing to happen. And yeah, for the last three years, we've been doing the festivals, but like I said, they were originally um, psychic fairs basically. That's how they originated with Psychic Fairs. Then they soon turned into Supernatural Fairs because obviously I had the interest about the paranormal feature and everything in that as well. And then they've just progressed and progressed. And now we've had these two huge virtual events. We've got this third virtual event coming up. And then we've got a massive weekend, fantastic uh, weekend coming up in September. Because we normally get physical events, are usually one-day events, but... We've got one huge event in September this year as well. So it's busy, busy, busy.
0: How can um, people get involved in the virtual festival?
1: Well, it will be streamed live from our Facebook page. And it will also be streamed on our YouTube channel. We actually set the YouTube channel
2: up just for the festivals right so it'll be streamed as well on our website so we have a website festival of the unexplained.com so all of the live streams will all be streamed to that as well
0: we'll put all the links to the pages and and whatnot on the the episode as well so people listening to the podcast can can see that Mm -hmm. wherever they listen to the podcast so you talked about doing the the winter festival and you mentioned september what so what kind of event will september be hopefully depending on COVID. (laughs) september
1: (laughs) is going to be the biggest event we've ever done basically um it's a jam-packed weekend that starts from friday morning through to sunday evening i let joe gets (laughs) joe gets all excited about this so i'll let her tell you more about that one (laughs) (laughs) and then i I normally just chip
2: in and say stuff that she forgets which is (laughs) I love it because Bosworth (laughs) Bosworth 2021 is what we nicknamed it. And it kind of like, first of all, we have this notion of, right, let's do this, let's do that. And then all of a sudden it's kind of like, okay, this is what's happening. So Friday on nine o'clock in the morning is registration. And then we have a history day out with our historian, Penny Griffiths Morgan. And we're visiting two historic sites in and around Bosworth. Now we're not going to disclose them Um, Because, obviously, with COVID at the moment, we're just awaiting confirmation. Um, But Friday night, uh, we have a buffet dinner for people, which is included in the ticket price. We also have ghost stories with the amazing Stephen Mercer, who runs Supernatural Events in Blackpool. Awesome storyteller. And we also have... um, the lovely Patty Negri, who is one of the stars from Ghost Adventures, their medium, and she's actually coming over and opening the live seance for us on the Friday evening. Saturday daytime, we have a vast array of speakers from the United States. We have speakers from the UK. We also have stalls and vendor stalls as well, so people can come and purchase like items from the spiritual side of things. We've got readers, medium readers. We've got an aura photographer there, um, and then Saturday night is our shindig, which is going to be absolutely phenomenal. We've got a live band called Happy Accident coming along. I think I've got that right, have Karen? You have.
1: I was waiting there. I thought, is she going to
2: get in? <laughs> So we've got Happy Accident coming um, to entertainers, and um, we've got um, another buffet dinner, which is also included in the price. And we've got a DJ as well. So that's just going to be a bit of a night where everybody can mingle, get to know everybody. And then Sunday again, we've got another vast array of speakers and also our vendor stalls. And that just brings us to a close of Sunday, really, which is, you know, it's going to be, an amazing
0: event. It's going to be huge. Fab. That sounds really interesting. Uh, it sounds quite exciting with the kind of guests you've got there. So, yeah, so
1: we've got some fantastic, um, for that actually coming over. I like Jolie's already said we've got Patty Negri. She's mentioned Stephen Merson, she's mentioned, uh, Penny Griffiths Morgan, but we've also got three of the wrath chasers from haunted towns. Okay. Um, we've got Chris Brannon and Mike coming over to spend the weekend with us as well um we've got rob thompson and daniel class from the ghost finders
2: and they're also as well. yeah um, dan's got hinsdale house so yeah. dan actually looks after the hinsdale house which is
1: well, he, he owns it doesn't he house.
2: yeah It's a uh, super freaky house, and we can't wait to to investigate that place. But we've also got the beautiful Miranda Young as well, who does ghost biker explorations. So she is a biker chick with a difference, and she is super lovely. She's so lovely, isn't she, Karen? Yeah,
1: and we've also got um, Sarah and Phil Wyman as well. Yep joining us that weekend we have got others but we're not disclosing because we still haven't disclosed at this point yet so we'll keep them to ourselves for a bit longer (laughs) fair
0: enough enough. so (laughs) moving going back to um, the virtual festival Mm -hmm. so um, me and ash have been trying out some paranormal experiments recently via zoom okay with regards to um doing remote um, spirit box sessions. Okay. Now, is that something that you'll be doing some interactive sort of like seances uh, and spirit box sessions in the, at the festival?
2: For, for this festival, what we tend to do is we do, we're going to be doing some interactive readings. So we'll do quite a lot of medium readings um, over the course of the, of, of the weekend. But we also, um, because we're doing a lot of tours and things like that, so what usually happens is is the the people over in America who are doing these tours will will take us around and vis- You'll be able to visualize things that that are happening. However, and this is an exclusive actually. When I go to the Tivoli, um, I will be conducting a mini investigation. So it's 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 kind of like a tour, but it's more like a mini-investigation as well, but that's an exclusive, because obviously we were trying to keep that under wraps. But, but you can yeah. have...
1: It's, yeah, she does this all the time. But um, <laughs> she's actually been known to announce a guest. <laughs> jo announced a guest one night, and I'm like, Joe, we haven't announced them. We're actually announcing them. I know you've done the editing of the video, but we're actually announcing them tomorrow. She went, oh, well.
0: <laughs> no,
1: but... We had um, we had a team here uh, from the UK doing investig- a live investigation for us um, last on the last event, and straight after we had a team from America doing the live investigation for us as well. But obviously, because of COVID, apart from Joe jo being able to go and do that on her own, obviously that we're. We're locked down. We are not going to encourage people to go and do things they shouldn't be doing, just okay. so we can get a bit of footage. It, you know, we wouldn't do that. Um It's not a sensible thing to do. But like I could say it's different with Jo doing it because she is going to be on her own. So she is in her own bubble. I well, I wouldn't
2: to... my own bubble. I'm taking I'm taking him indoors with me. So yeah, <laughs> he's in your bubble, so
1: you're all right.
0: <laughs>
2: He's gonna be filming and I'm gonna be doing the walk around but but the beauty of it is 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 this is this is how mad our sessions usually are. We we tend to <laughs> we tend to remote view things. And as I was talking to Johnny Hauser at the Velisca Axe murder house, I just literally started to read the book just to get a little bit of a background on on the family and because being a medium we don't like to research the history of buildings and places like that because it instills the power of suggestion. So so I just read the couple of first couple of pages and when I spoke to Johnny, I we'd finished the interview and I said to him, you know, I said, Can you can I ask you something? I said, This is really bugging me now and I was talking to him about some personal things and I described a house to him and I said, Can you can do you know where this place is? I said, Because I'm being I'm walking through this hallway now. And he said, yep, I know exactly where that house is. And he said, you are spot on. He said, you've got this name right. You've got that name right. And that to me, he was over in Iowa, which is, you know, over nine, 10,000 miles away. There is no way. And I have never stepped foot in Iowa, even though I've got family there, never been to Iowa in my life. So I wouldn't understand, you know, where he's been, what he's been doing. And to understand a name from him, i I was just blown away but we we tend to do that quite often we remote view and we do our own little mini investigations and things like that so it is it is quite cool isn't it karen
1: yeah it it is and also you're known to have dreams and things as well aren't you you have you have dreams of places before going to them and so on it was funny because joe was having dreams of the um hinsdale house but i was actually the one interviewing the ghost finders team not Joe. <laughs> so she'd been having these dreams about the Hinsdale
2: House, and i was like by the way um, joe's not here but he was having <laughs> dreams about your house i think what it is is because i pick up vibrations on pictures i pick up vibrations on video footage i pick up vibrations on on voice and and things like that so for me when I got the picture from from obviously Dan to do the the poster for him it was like oh this is really freaky this and I started to get all these pictures in in my head and I went to bed that night and I saw myself walking through the actual house of the Hinsdale house and actually walking out into the grounds and I was counting the trees and I was sat there thinking to myself I am not even here I know for a fact I'm I'm a, I'm I'm not supposed to be here and as I turned round, there was this figure just stood there. And I woke up, and I was like, "No!" But that's apparently that's what usually happens when the house yeah. starts to call you. You have yeah. these really strange dreams about them. Because
1: I interviewed somebody, I, I don't know whether I interviewed somebody else or chatting to somebody else, and they pretty much said the same thing as what Joe said about walking down these trees and, and the way it is and the way it, it, they explained to me how it it was April. The New Jersey Housewife, um, mm-hmm. psychic housewife April, that's who it was. She was explaining what she um was explaining to me what it was like there. And what she explained to me was exactly what Joe had already explained to me. Wow. So that was really interesting.
0: So, as you've both been doing into paranormal since you were young, does it, is there any part of the paranormal phenomena that frightens you? Are you scared of anything? Oh God.
2: Yeah, the only thing that kind of scares—I wouldn't say it scares me—just recently, actually, I've um, I've been experiencing because obviously, when you're a medium, you have to go through like I know it sounds stupid, but it's like levels. So you start off at like an entry level, and you kind of build up and build up, and spirit just give you more and more information as you get bigger and better, sort of thing. And just recently, um, I've been seeing what the—the the only thing that I can describe it as is—is is like an ectoplasm type liquid. Now this started to happen probably last year. And I was at the Haunted Antiques Paranormal Research Center with a, a group of friends and, and one girl called Claire who I've known since 2016. And she's a really close friend of mine. And I just remember watching this this water-like, um, it, like a mass, it was like knee high, no bigger than a child. And literally, it was just this water mass and it looked like fish scales, but it was moving through the air. And as I was watching it, I just remember Claire looking at my face and I was looking at it and I was like, what the hell is that? Because usually I see people in your mind's eye. I usually see them stood there in physical form, but i would never, ever seen anything like this. And I was like, oh, my God. And and I looked, and Claire just looked at me, and she said, "What have you just seen?" And I went, "Did you not see that?" And she was like, "No." And there was five people in the room at the time, and they were all like, "What have you seen?" And I was just like, I was gobsmacked. And it's the first time I like to talk, as you can tell, but I, it was the first time that I was speechless. And and I thought to myself, I don't know what that is. I'm going to research that. And as I started to research into it, it's it's like um, it's like a ectoplasm type liquid. But I had no idea where this came from. It just materialized out of nowhere and just disappeared into nowhere. But recently, I've had it a few more times, and it it kind of mimics. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna sound like I need to be in a nut house here now, but it mimics the size of a person. You know, like whatever person is 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 actually trying to materialize at that point, which is like a full-bodied apparition for a, a normal person to see which takes an enormous amount of energy but it was like five foot ten and I was actually I I woke my partner I was like did you just see that and he was like what what and I was like did you not see it and it it was huge it was like literally blocked out one of the I mean obviously you you, the viewers aren't going to be able to see this but if you look there's some like wardrobe spaces Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and you know it was it was it was as tall as that and then It happened again last night. And I was like, what the hell is that? And I thought my eyes are playing tricks on me, but it's not. And I definitely see it. But then as I was laid in bed, I felt this presence of a man. And it was like a big black shadow figure. And I I looked and I was like, just go away. I'm tired. And literally with that, the feeling just disappeared. And that was it. And it's just like, that is the only thing that's kind of, doesn't scare me but it kind of like it's like one of those split second things it's like what the hell's that
0: but wow.
2: i'm a bit of a screamer though i do have my little um you know screaming fits every now and again don't i Karen?
1: now and again not very often
2: <laughs> drake not very often.
1: <laughs> she's a seasoned, but no she's a seasoned pro really honestly
0: <laughs> how about you karen <laughs> you
1: know <laughs>
0: How about you, Karen?
1: Um, how do you think of anything apart from this, like, seven-foot shadow figure that keeps standing in my bedroom doorway, which I'm not pretty pleased about, to be honest. But... Oh, yeah. It's... (laughs) Yeah, I know. But actually, it's not not in my bedroom doorway, actually. It's in our friend... Well, we say it's his room. Our friend Gary, it's his room. Because he stays with... Well, he can't can't now, obviously but usually he's, he'll stay with us like every other weekend <laughs> but because um, we're always all out together all the time you see and he lives um, up at Scouse Landica my husband calls it up in Liverpool and uh, yeah he stays with us quite often but he saw it in the doorway um, and then about a week later my husband saw it as well and I'm like okay and I, I'm a midget I'm I'm just about five foot and I'm like some seven foot dark shadow figure in the doorway more than one occasion different people see say Now nah, I'm not liking that much <laughs> but apart from that I think it's because it's my house if it wasn't in my house I wouldn't really care if it was on location I'd be straight right let's find out what it is yeah this is great but no not not when it's in your home and it's like <laughs> it's across the hallway no that's not so much fun but then we've got all sorts of spirits in this house. They came with the house, so it's one of those things. Every house we've lived in has been haunted. <laughs> she, she can't see them. <laughs> yeah, Joe thinks it's funny because we, I've got a little girl in the house. Jolene's seen her, described her. My husband's seen her, described her. Gary has. here um, Our other friend Linda, which is his cousin, she's seen, described her as well. So I think that... And I can't think of anybody else. I think it's just the four of them have. And I live here and I have never seen them.
0: That's not a bad thing necessarily, though, is it? If you can't see it. But it
1: is because I'm just not impressed. It's like, what do you (laughs) mean? You can't go around (laughs) showing yourself to people that like (laughs) visits. What about me? I'm here 24-7. I am here 247 i do not leave the house.
0: (laughs) Yeah, to be fair. She should show herself to you, shouldn't she? But then
1: saying that there was a male and female next to the bed two nights ago. And I was like... I turned over and I looked at them and I was like, nah, not tonight. And turned back over and went back to sleep.
2: That sounds so wrong,
1: Karen. I'm not talking to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actively, I was not talking to them. They were spirit. They were not real people. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that sounded so wrong as May level. But there's, I've not seen those before, though.
0: I don't know if I'd be quite that brave. Like both of you have sort of gone, no, not tonight. I'm too tired or whatever. I don't well, know if I'd be quite that.
1: We've recently changed rooms. And when my mum stayed, when she was allowed to um, a few months back, she's only been here twice because of the lockdown. Um, and she, that was her room. And when she stayed, she said, oh, she said, I don't know who it was last night, she said, but there was someone stood next to the bed. I said, was there? I said, who was there? I said, was it male? Was it female? What height? What build? All the rest of it, asking all these questions. She was like, I don't bloody know. don't know when back to sleep. because I wasn't interested. They're talking to me in the middle of the night, she said. I was like, are you joking? She was like, well, oh, no, I wasn't talking to them, encouraging them. She said, to stay around. She said, I was tired. Oh, I said, this is where I get it from. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, everyone's seen something in this house since we've been here.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> We're in a new build, and um, there's been a couple of things happened since we've been moved in about a year ago, but nothing, nothing quite as drastic Well, I did as a,
1: that. I did a live interview of the week a couple weeks ago, um, and I was conducting the interview, and one of the people that was watching, um, sent one of our friends a message saying. Tell her there's a woman sitting next to her with her hand on her shoulder. What? And um, she, <laughs> and she they were that team was on last night being interviewed by one of our other friends. And um, she said, "Oh yeah, did they tell you about the woman that I saw that was next to you with her hand on your shoulder?" I went, "Yeah." Because you don't seem bothered. I was like, "No." I said, and prior to that, about three months ago, a member of the public was watching. Um, I think it actually it was. Jolene, myself, and Gary, we were doing readings, weren't we?
2: Yeah.
1: And um, a member of the public was a friend of Gary's, and she said, well, a friend of his now, she sent him a message saying, um, that girl, um, t- tell her, tell that, was it the girl the girl with no hair, because I didn't have any hair then. She said, tell the one I didn't have any hair. Oh no. There was a man stood behind her the entire time. And I was like, yeah, he belongs to the house, don't worry about it. But she'd picked up on him whilst she saw him when we were doing the live feed and we were doing the readings, but she didn't want to say anything because she was on in the comments.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, wow. So, yeah, can't get any worse than that, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Cool. well, thank you both so much for uh, coming on, chatting to us. Uh, looking forward to the festival, just want to remind us, the dates and the times of the festival and where we can find it
1: it is the 15th of friday the 15th of january until sunday the 17th of january and it starts at seven o'clock on friday evening and go straight through until sunday evening and you can find it joe
2: <laughs> on our facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash festival of the unexplained and our youtube channel i always get this wrong so karen you're gonna have to say that one wwwyoutube forward slash festival of the unexplained <laughs> and we've also got our website and we live stream to those as well so we post the links into the live stream for the website and that's just www.festivaloftheunexplained.com But also if anybody would like to join us in the September Bosworth um, event, which is a physical event, there are tickets available on there and there's quite a number of different tickets available. Now the Angelic tickets, which is our like kind of VIP ticket, which is for the whole weekend, they are very, very limited at the moment now. So if anybody does want to join us for the Madcap weekend, then go ahead and have a look at the website.
1: And also look out for the uh, the rest of the guests that we are going to announce between now and then.
0: Thank you very, Thank much. You very much. Pursuit of the Paranormal with Ash and Greg.